Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. did i do it right until the next okay. episode do you have sh- sharing privileges i should privilege i guess i do well Cole, so, do something before aaron does it before i do oh, what? i'm not oh, necessarily I'm not, doing it right now i'm not doing mine at all i was just saw that the button was green yeah mm. so uh last week <laughs> um brian wampler the wampler pedals community um, so like recently they released a, um, you guys remember the Terraform, right? Yeah. Yes. So they released a delay pedal in that same form factor, like maybe a month or two ago. And then last week they were teasing like another pedals coming out. And some people are like, Oh, it's going to be like a Terraform of like reverbs or like, or drives. That's what everyone was like. Oh, what is it going to be? Is that what a group of reverbs is called? A terraform of reverbs? A terraform of reverbs. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what it was instead? No, I don't. It's a pedal called the Moxie, which is a, um, it's a, it's our take on a tube screamer is what it is. <laughs> How novel. In 2022. So that was, that was from Wampler you're saying? Yeah, Wampler put it out okay. a, a tube screamer in a mini pedal. So what I did was I went to, I Googled best tube screamer clones. <laughs> and I found a list of the top tube screamers from 2022. Okay. And I thought it would be fun to <laughs> to quickly read a description and you try to guess. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm trying to figure out how this would work. Um. I'll give you the li- I'll give you the list of wait no <laughs> I don't know I just think it would be funny to to hear the different descriptions of of people making tube screamer clones in 2022. Oh, these are all 2022. <laughs> they're well, not all like the released, ones. but yeah. they're all I would everyone that's on here is within like the last five or six years, except okay. for one, and they're all <laughs> like. They're some all, of them are very boutique. Some of them are extremely expensive. One of the, the guitarist in my band was asking me about one just yesterday. Oh, what was it? The the Origin Effects one. Oh, is they have one too? Yeah, like the Halcyon. Oh my gosh. And, and the pedal, it's green and it says Halcyon Green Overdrive on it. It says green the word green on the it name too. yes like if you look at the pedal it says halcyon in big letters and then underneath green overdrive green overdrive that's a 300 overdrive 300 which isn't Jeez. like crazy either which is weird like I mean, there are others that are 300 plus on your list i'm assuming um right? i think that's more expensive than any of the ones on my list because even the even the free well let's okay let's dive in here well first of all this one does look very cool. And like the argument for a pedal like this is like, this is the last tube screaming you'll ever need, but that never works like that. Right. Well, even, even, um, Earthquaker had the, the Palisades, which was like, yeah. you can control every aspect of this pedal basically. And then they still came out with 
two other tube screamers after exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are they the at least appetite cheaper? for tube screamers knows Well, no so bounds. they came out with um I think the it was clunes. called the, the well they had one called the Dune, the Dunes which was like Yeah. Our favorite settings from the Palisades in like an easier to manage single pedal. Okay, that makes sense. And then they came out with the Plumes a couple years ago. That's like uh, a ninety nine dollar tube screamer. Yeah, like, updated. Which talking. that's the appealing one, right? Yeah, which I mean, is like. But I guess at the same time, like Plume Dunes, the Plume, <laughs> plume Dunes, the Plume, plume Dunes. dunes. Plume if you're gonna dunes. put out a tube screamer, it has to. You have to either go like crazy with it and make yeah. it three hundred plus dollars or make it affordable like or make it cheap because you can get a yeah. tube screamer mini for 79 bucks or whatever yeah it doesn't make sense to do like a 199 dollar three control tube screamer anymore like yeah like it's got to do some crazy stuff yeah the tube screamer mini is still 80 dollars. that's pretty good i have a little like amazon knockoff random chinese brand uh-huh tube screamer mini I don't even know. I think Ryan, I got it when I went to Ryan's house. It was in a box. He's like, yeah, take whatever you want out of that box. <laughs> like, All right. I don't have a tube screamer. I'll take this little green guy. <laughs> but it's it's in like the exact same format as the Ibanez one with like the little oh, is know, it really? step shape. Yeah, it's weird. That's interesting. It's very interesting. I figured that was like, very... well, they got to be buying it from somebody, right? It's not like they're fabricating that. Yeah, true, true, true. You know? But that is interesting. I do like that. I mean, the Tube Screamer Mini is a cool format because it just has the one big drive knob. Like, the assumption is that you will leave the level and tone knob where they are a lot of the time right, and then right. just adjust the overdrive yeah, knob. That's the same. It's the exact same setup. Okay, yeah. See, that's... which, But it's also funny, like, you're competing against an $80... Like, the real thing. It's not like you're making a King of Tone knockoff, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, it's weird that you're making a knockoff of an $80 pedal, you know? Yeah, I mean, it probably sells for like twenty bucks though, so it's like I guess so. Or and but then you have like the oh, it's gonna ship. You know, it'll arrive October tenth through the thirtieth or whatever. You know, I just right, ordered some. Uh, come on a boat. I just ordered some semi-authentic hockey jerseys from this oh, website, nice. and they're supposed to get here sometime in October. <laughs> <laughs> semi-authentic. Oh yeah. They're closer to not being authentic than being authentic. I have a feeling. I I bought a Ducks jersey like that once for like pretty cheap, and <laughs> the time it got to me, I was like, I'm not sending it back. But <laughs> it ended up being like a child's extra large. Oh, dude, <laughs> so, it was so tiny. I mean, luckily, like mine is a three XL, so ho- hopefully, there's not a child's three XL. You know, right? <laughs> but yeah, I I don't have high hopes for. But a neighbor of mine told me about it, and he's ordered. Like he he ordered some jazz jerseys and stuff, oh, nice. and they he said they looked good. So we'll see. Jazz jerseys, you say? Yeah. <laughs> basketball jerseys. I'm not saying just generic <laughs> basketball jerseys. I'm saying the actual Utah Jazz jerseys, <laughs> which uh, ironically are the least jazz of all the teams. Yes, the least jazzy. Yes. Uh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> I felt did you get that? Nope. Go bear. Yeah. Rudy, I'm done Rudy Rudy with bear. this uh, conversation. <laughs> a, There's a player is, called Rudy Go Bear. Uh, he went to my kids. He's not on the jazz elementary anymore, school. No, he got traded to, I can't remember who, but he went to my kids' elementary school one time. Mm. And he's like seven foot something. Oh. So they yeah. just couldn't get over how tight, you know, because one thing you see like, 
even Carl Malone, like I met Carl Malone and he's like six, eight or something, you know, mm-hmm. but like anyone over seven feet is just shockingly tall. Yeah, and he, he really went there tall. because they do French immersion and he's French. So he went and like mm-hmm. spoke French to all the kids and everything and they loved it. And now we all hate him because he abandoned us. <laughs> Thank you, Lazy. Oh, he's in he's in Minnesota now. Oh, Thank that's you, right. The wolves. Just so you guys know how committed I am to this podcast, it's nine yeah. thirty p.m. and I have to mm-hmm. wake up at like four thirty tomorrow morning to fly to Indianapolis without my family, and this is what I'm doing right now. So, well, that's why like we need to start this podcast. We're in the middle of a podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how committed Phil is to this podcast. (laughs) We literally. Okay, so let's so let's circle. Let's do a circle back around. This house. Nobody's played this origin effects one, right? I mean, I have not. But it's three hundred dollars. And I bet it's really rad. Apparently he was telling me the Andy review, you know, the Andy, Mm. what's his face? Was just like uh-huh. amazing, but that's he makes every pedal sound amazing. So, yeah, Andy Bernard, I think is his name. Yep, the Nard Dog. That's yeah, Andy Andy Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I have one from Hudson Effects. I'm just going to tell you all the brands, and then you try to guess which one is which. That because otherwise you'll it's like impossible, right? There's the Hudson Effects. You guys are familiar with Hudson Effects? They make the the broadcaster pedal. Yeah. I am it's not. like a it's like a preamp pedal, which yeah. is pretty popular. Um, a lot of people were like shooting it out with the uh, the Benson preamp for some reason um, a couple years ago, last year. Uh, there's also one from Earthquaker Devices, which is the Plumes. There's uh, uh, East River Drive is one from Electroharmonics. Yeah, that's a very popular. Uh, that's another sub hundred dollar one, or maybe right at a hundred dollars now. Uh, yeah, I think it's like eighty something bucks. Inflation, man. Uh, the way huge, green. I think it's called I had green, one of those, rhino. green rhino. Yep. And then there's I I pulled up the Wampler Moxie just for fun. So those are all like pretty, uh, pretty like reasonable. Oh, and then the Maxon eight hundred eight also. Yeah, yeah. There, none of these are super expensive. Even the sidecar one from Hudson is like one hundred and. 50 bucks i think which is crazy the broadcast i feel like that's a very boutique pedal right yeah yeah like hundreds of dollars or whatever i think it's like 329 or something yeah about there there's different versions of it so it's kind of hard to say yeah um but it seems really cool i think it's built uh it's like based on an old radio preamp something yeah yeah it's a it's like a broadcast kind of, console. They kind of have the new neighbor issue going on a little bit. Hudson does like all yeah. those. I'm sure if you know them well enough, you know what they are. But there's like six different versions of the broadcast. Yeah, none of the knobs are labeled. Now you're making me <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh no, they're labeled. They're labeled on the on the little. If you look at it, they're oh labeled yeah, yeah, it's on, on the, the on the it's kind of a cut. cool. But you can tell, like, that was an obvious design because then go look up, listeners, go look up the Hudson Electronics broadcast. It's obviously they designed it that way so that they could have, like, just a single color enclosure and then glue that thing on top of it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to worry about screen printing it because they're already, I'm sure that's plastic. 
And they're probably like acid cut or yeah, maybe it's, yeah. It looks like probably, plastic probably just cut laser cut plastic. Yeah, laser. Yeah. Or even, yeah, it actually does look like that, like the old school. Where it's just like, you know, the, like where it's like routed out. out you yeah. Know, That's what plastic. it looks like. Yeah. But I guess totally you could does. do that with. Which uh, is a great look. I love that look, you know, but it's not like an expensive look per se. Yeah. It fits the. It fits the aesthetic the for sure. Aesthetic, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> this one, this one says, um, this pedal offers up all the warm, creamy, organic overdrive as the original and then some never one to rest on their laurels. The company has tweaked their current version ever so slightly to reduce noise level while retaining the legendary tone. It's perfect for adding smooth two block overdrive to any clean amp. Use it as a secondary dirt channel to beef up a song's chorus section or keep it on all the time for the crunchy tone that has defined rock and roll. Which one do you think that is? Is that one the Maxon? That is the Maxon. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that, wasn't that like one of the originals or something? Yeah. So it says, the first line it says, can a pedal be considered a clone if it's made by the company that made the original? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the OD808 came out first, and then it and then I it was rebranded as the Tube Screamer from one. Yeah, like the original Maxon just looks exactly identical. It's like the Ibanez enclosure, yeah, yeah. with the weird little foot switch. Yeah, the new one is like in a like a more yeah, which is a bummer. Like it doesn't look anything like you know, like the original. It looks super cheap honestly <laughs> yeah it honestly looks like it should cost 40 dollars or whatever. Yeah, it looks kind of like those tc electronic pedals the 50 dollar ones you know yeah it reminds me Doesn't of it? the when when rogue there was a bunch of rogue pedals in like the 90s you remember this? yeah you know like. what look at the look at the font i don't know if you pulled this up phil but the font on overdrive looks like the freaking schoolhouse rock font or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's a really which, bad. It's very seventies. Which one is yeah, this? Yeah. But then the Maxon, the, the Maxon, Maxon OD, OD 808. Yeah. OD 808. OD 8. OD 808. OD 808. OD 808. OD 808. OD 808. Yeah. That is like a, uh, I actively dislike that design. Okay, so which one am am I supposed to be looking at right now? The Maxon OD eight oh eight. Yeah, but you were you were saying what were you talking about? The font? Like See look at the bottom where it says, where it says on the overdrive. Bottom. Like, does that look like schoolhouse rock? Yeah. It well it's that It looks like something you would have like doodled in like history class. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, when you first started learning I'm how to write like letters over Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a weird, <laughs> and even the little out, well, even the side, like the little stencil on the side, I don't know. That's totally, that probably makes it more expensive and is completely useless. Okay. That's right. my least favorite I, so far. I think, and my most favorite. <laughs> I think this one's going to be easy to guess to just because of the, the copy the language. Yeah, so this pedal is a JRC four five five eight IC based pedal that's as bold as New York City. Symmetrical overdrive adds edge and gain without compromising tone. Volume and drive take it from sweet to searing, while tone lets you dial in just the right amount of bite to cut through the mix. No matter how hard you drive it, you're always in control. True bypass and tone that is absolutely unflinching at a musician friendly price. 
obviously East River Drive, right? Yeah, that's the East what River is that, Drive. What's that a reference to? Is that where, like, is that, well, is that where Electroharmonics is? Yeah, I think located? East River is just a river in New York, and Electroharmonics is like New a, York City. Okay. New but it's York not a reference City. to, like, where Maxon was originally or something I think it's like also that. a joke about the East River being dirty. Mm. So, like, oh, it's, maybe so. it's green. Like it's radioactive or something? Yeah, like the East River is just gross, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. So it's as like, bold as New York City. That's such a dumb, like, for that to be your first line. <laughs> ugh. It's like That's like something your students would write, Phil, and you'd be like, ugh. Really? This is made Not, in New York, your New, New York City. New York City. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, that so that was easy too. Pick up I feel like that one. I would I would buy that pedal for sure. Like if I wanted to if I, I wanted would, to get a tube I would screamer buy right that now, that before would be I would buy a Ibanez tube screamer, probably. I think so too. Or maybe I'd get a tube screamer mini, but still I wouldn't get a full size tube screamer or the crazy like tube screamer deluxe that came out. I'm guessing this one has like very few modifications to it because it doesn't have any toggle switches on it. Even it's like, it's very straightforward. I wonder how much they go for used. I bet you could find 50 bucks or something like 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. They have such weird prices. Electroharmonics does. Their retail on this is eighty one sixty. I wonder why. I mean, I'm assuming it has something to do with like. I don't know. I don't even know. It's like re- is it like a weird taxes? Is it like how something? Walmart always makes their stuff like ninety seven cents, so it shows up at the top of when you sort by low to high or whatever? Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's like to make it so it falls in. Below eighty-one seventy-nine competitive pedals or something. Eighty-one sixty. It is weird. They're all bizarre. Okay. How bizarre? How bizarre? Wait, I want to see one thing really quick. Ooh, baby. So, guess what song we sang at our gig yesterday? That was like my favorite song. Well, it's probably not my favorite song to sing, but it was very fun to cover. What? I was all on my pride. I would choke on the rhymes, but the oh, lack yeah. thereof would leave me empty inside. Yeah, that's pretty good. The lack of rhymes? Mm-hmm. Or the lack of yeah. pride, I wonder. No, the lack Are thereof would leave me empty inside. Are you questioning, oh. Cole? And it was all my pride. Words? The lack of pride, I think, right? It's kind of poorly written. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is choke on the rhymes with the lack to? thereof? Oh, it must be... But the so lack, lack of maybe rhymes. it's referring to like or the lack of like because you're choking on the rinds, but the lack of like sustenance. Let's swallow so my pride. Just it's oh. gotta refer to pride. Yeah. But like the rinds are also a part of the pride. That's because you're saying you're swallowing your pride and you swallow it so hard that you're choking on the rind of the pride. Yeah. And then the lack of pride leaves you empty inside. That doesn't make yes. any sense though. Like, if you don't have any pride, you wouldn't swallow it so hard, right? And there would be nothing to choke on. Yeah. But the lack thereof would leave me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you choke on the rinds, but then maybe there's your pride is just like like an unripe watermelon that's mostly rind and not enough. Like Oh, but but, but it's also meat. I would do it. So it's like 
I would do it, but oh, I would do it, but the lack, but the lack thereof. But I don't. Empty. So like, he's like bragging so about that... not having enough pride. Yeah, like that is that's ironic. It's ironic. Well, I don't know if he's bragging or like la- like lamenting it. I think it's part of the lament. He's like, like, oh, like pride in like a good I way. would swallow. I like, would I'm swallow my pride. I would swallow my pride, but I don't even but have so enough pathetic. to to choke. Dude, maybe that song's more emo than I realized. It's very emo. Did you not read it? <laughs> Just kidding. Find nothing but faith in nowhere. Is that what he says? Find, Find nothing, nothing but faith in faith nothing. In nothing. Faith in nothing. I want to put my tender heart in the blender. I don't think anyone is more emo than that. I know it's very rendezvous. Then I'm through with you. That's a dumb thing to say. Or is am I origami folded up and just pretend? Demented is the motives in my head. Yeah. That's a a fun song. It's weird. It's one of those songs that kind of reminds me of Beatles songs where like they change the chords every line just like for seemingly no reason. Is that you actually Yeah, it's U six. That was kind of their what what other hit did they have? I was gonna say I I they had something else from a later. That was their big, big yeah, but they had they something have from a... a later. Yeah. Oh, here's to the night, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably their biggest hit. Here's but... to the night. No, I think Inside Out was bigger than that. But I'm saying like I. Well, I guess what I mean is that's probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking backwards. I guess yeah. Inside Out is probably both maybe. more popular now and was more popular then. Yeah. Anyways. Eve Six is a great band. We mm-hmm. can all agree on that. We all can. They're from La Crescenta, California. Oh, we knew it was California. So the the McDonald's near one of the McDonald's near where I live has um has <laughs> has pictures of of kids has all the over. Has best Coke. Oh wait, what? So they have pictures of of high school students all over the walls. Oh, and it's like. Huh. The Lakewood do they take an athlete Hall of Fame? Oh, okay, yeah, totally. That's so like, like an old school thing you do, yeah, a diner yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, it's like that, but it's at a McDonald's. It's really weird. That's so funny. So anyway, I went to, I went to get some food, and then they're like, they don't have ice cream, so then I went to this that one to get just an ice cream thing. Um, and so I was like waiting inside, and there's this little video thing where you can do it. It's like, oh it's like videos of all these kids i'm like i'm not gonna watch these kids so then it's like oh hall of fame i was like okay i'll watch hall of fame so i clicked it and the first person that came up was james harden oh really i didn't know james harden was from lakewood i had no idea that's yeah now i know is he the most popular person from there i'm sure i mean there's a lot of people from like long beach that are popular in different ways both music especially musically Snoop, like rap, rap like with the city. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, um, Vince Staples, more recently. It's the two most Long famous Beach. people. Uh, and then Compton's like right by Long Beach. So there's Compton, a lot of Long Beach, Englewood. A lot of famous rappers from Compton. Like the Dr. Dre. Uh, I understand he of, wasn't actually a doctor. I think it was an honorary doctorate that he received. I think it was self ascribed. I think it was an honorary doctor, probably. There's no honor among thieves. 
you saying he was a thief? Burn. What makes you think he was a thief? He stole his doctorate. Oh, oh that's, that's where that saying comes from. That's that didn't exist before Dr. Dre. It's about Dr. Dre. Yeah. That's why he's famous. He's famous for that saying. Yeah. And then secondly, he's famous for you know being a rapper. You guys are you guys are in tune with rap music, right? Did you see how the uh... I kind of forgot about Dre though, I'll admit. <laughs> so you just mentioned you, him. You act like you did. Do you remember? Do you are you familiar with the game, the rapper, the game? Well, I've just I've only seen it because of his like beef with Eminem, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apparently I was reading about it today. Apparently he has beef with um with Fifty Cent mostly. Well, because Fifty Cent told him like after I saw this clip of he made like this diss track and Fifty Cent was like that wasn't good. But even before that, <laughs> they've been feuding for a long time. He said. But he said, 50 you cents, did a bad job. He's, no, he said 50 Cent's not a good enough rapper, but he's friends with Eminem. So he's like, I had to level up and go after the better rapper, which is Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> but he which also is... says that he's better than Eminem. Oh, yeah. Like he, yeah, he <laughs> says that. Um, but he, his rap is not, not great. It's a, it's a 10 minute no. diss track called The Black Slim Shady. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of it is I've about like you wish yeah. you were black and I am black, so that makes me better. And it's like, well, yeah. like granted, you probably get some more street cred in some circles, but it doesn't make you. And plus, like <laughs> every rapper in the world respects Eminem, right? Oh, like, yeah. He definitely is right. more popular than like slightly <laughs> overrated in the sense that he obviously appeals to white people more because he's white, you know? It's so, like he's probably sold more records than than right. like he should have but he's he got, should still yeah, he's got have sold a ton elements know? going at the same time yeah yeah um but so then i was reading i read reading about the game um he put out a 31 track album and there's a 10 minute diss track on it about eminem and <laughs> <laughs> so the thing was saying like oh eminem hasn't like responded to a diss track since since he put machine out um, machine gun kelly yeah yeah and so <laughs> I posted on Facebook because I thought this was hilarious to myself. I predict the game will be putting out emo albums within the calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> that He's is great. Machine Gun Kelly. There's a lot of layers. I yeah, like, I like it. I mean, I you like have to know who the game is, which I only know because of TikTok. Yeah, he was um, he's like a he was like a probably second tier L.A. rapper, like in the early mid 2000s. Okay, so he's been around for a long time. He's old. He's been around for a long time. I, I don't think he was part of G Unit. He was part of like whatever the the L A equivalent of that was. Oh. Like at that time, yeah, yeah. But he was like relatively popular. But he like, I think he was in a group with other rappers who were better than him. He has some good like his early stuff's pretty good, but he's definitely not like on the level of Eminem at this point in his career. Sadly. After releasing his day, yeah. Here, our take he was on, on the classic. He was on Aftermath. <laughs> oh, so he was on Aftermath, which is. Oh yeah, so oh he was like supposedly like the new Dr. Dre, which M was also on Aftermath, huh? Yeah, like, yeah. Because that was like the whole thing. The game was placed into the G unit by Dr. Dre and Jimmy Levine. So oh, yeah, he was, was... G unit. Okay. Yeah. So he was with. Result 50 of his Cent. disputes with Fifty Cent, game left Aftermath. He left signed with Geffen. Oh, and he left the G unit too. I guess if he left aftermath, right? G-G-G-G-G-G-Unit. This is yeah, I feel like, like him, where what we Lloyd really Banks. shine is talking about like LA rappers, you know? 
I mean, we know. Uh, I know mm-hmm. as much about this as any other. No, that's not true. I actually surprised myself. I found this video on YouTube the other day, and it was like um, blind. You got to guess these songs blind, so they play like ten seconds of it, and you have to like, and then they reveal the title. Yeah. And I got almost all of them right. I was like, "Wow, oh, I know more about like popular rock it was like music." Like popular than I music, thought. yeah, yeah. They were like, but from like, from like '50s, '60s all the way up to yeah. like current stuff. The only stuff I didn't get was like, this song came out in the last ten years or whatever. I was like, I have yeah. no idea what this is. Do you know what you know what cred is short for in street cred? Because I didn't until uh, yesterday. Credentials. Credentials. Yes. I think it's credibility. That's credentials. I think it's either credence or credibility. I think you get the credentials. Because it's like, I got credentials on the street. So that's where he got. So that is where he earned his doctorate degree is in street. Those are his street (laughs) credentials. But it's like, oh, so he has a PhD. Oh, and Master P has a master's degree, obviously. Right. So Dr. Dre is not a medical doctor. Yeah, he's a PhD in like... He's a PhD in street. Fine arts, right? Or rough arts, maybe. No, you're thinking of Tupac, who went to Juilliard. <laughs> what did he play? I think he played the shaker, didn't he? I think he was a dancer. No, oh, you get it, though? Tupac, shaker? Because oh, like I don't get it, but now I get you're it. like no, it's too dumb, <laughs> it's too stupid for anyone to get. Sorry. <laughs> Our take on the classic 808 circuit with the added versatility of a powerful two-band EQ, which uh, you're going to get this one too, which draws inspiration from a vintage Studer recording console. <laughs> Wait, we're still talking about tube screamers? Heck yeah! Oh, so that's the that's the attitude. <laughs> this is the Hudson sidecar. I want to hear. Okay, so what do we have left? The Way Huge and the Wampler? Yeah, and the Plumes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, This is a unique all-analog approach to a classic tube-like overdrive circuit offering three different clipping voices, loads of headroom, and almost three-dimensional clarity that will push your amp over the edge. The reimagined tone control is finely tuned to sculpt low-end, clear top-end, and focus mid-range with blooming sustain. Is that the Plumes? Blooming sustain makes me... It's the plumes. Like they almost said pluming. It's so funny that they said almost 3D. What did it say? Almost 3D? Almost yeah. three-dimensional clarity. Yeah, like like it's not actually three. As if they're going to get sued by using this completely object, like subjective <laughs> term, you know. What is that even? 3D doesn't make it. It doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. That's why it's so funny that they said almost. As if like we quantified it, but it doesn't quite <laughs> reach three. To, it's like 2.9 dimensions. So dumb. <laughs> Although, really, if you had two point one dimensions, that would be effectively three dimensions, right? Because that's still yeah. More than I mean, two. you can't have it's a like half. Extra but dimension. I mean, that's why it's silly <laughs> to say almost three dimensional, right? Because <laughs> so that's any. So it's, it's just two, two dimensional. So it's just not a line. It's not all. It it, can be. All that means is it's not linear. Yeah, it's you know, it's has more than one dimension. It's just a plane. Yeah, it's a plane. It's just plain tone, plain clarity, just plain. I'm just plain. Just play. 
Okay. Well, the original Ibanez Tube Screamer is one of the most emulated circuit designs of all time and has been pushing amplifiers since it was first released in the late 70s. While many companies create 808 TS9-style pedals, the TS10 was always a favorite of ours. Capable of anything from light boost to a gritty drive that can send an amplifier into heavily overdriven tones, this pedal is an ultra-flexible, wonderfully warm and rich pedal, but with an extra bite. Where have I, these sounds really familiar. Like I've heard some of these buzzwords before. In addition to the standard control, we added two unique switches. The voice switch adds clarity by changing the EQ. And how the much, how many dimensions of adds an extra dimension of gain with a custom MOSFET clipping stage, reminiscent of a classic high-end boutique amp. I feel like I thought that was going to be the way huge one, but I had that one. And I don't remember it having switches on. I thought it was just knobs. So is that the Wampler one? It does have switches on it. <coughs> the way huge does have switches on it. Um, yeah. That is the Wampler. It's just so funny. It's like most people do the 808 or TS9, but we did the TS10. So it's it's definitely weird. original now, right? Yeah, like that because it's the clone that nobody was asking for. But, but the TS10 is like just a modified version of the 808. Yeah. TS9, it's not like a completely different circuit. That's so weird. Oh, uh, I mean, it's hilarious. It also has a bull on it. It's like a hipster. No, it's like a hipster water buffalo, which I don't understand. Is it's it like a, a water buffalo. It's like a water buffalo. What do you call that? A minotaur? Oh, yeah. Minotaur. That's what I meant. But he's wearing like uh, he's got his sleeves rolled up and he's wearing like what looks like a like a leather um, apron and he's smoking a pipe. That's. That's the image on this, which yeah, that's very. What is it? What's the meaning behind that? I don't know. What's the meaning of this? <laughs> I don't get the reference. It's just like super hipstery. It's a ten, Moxie. but it's TS ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they should have called it. It's a ten, but and then yes, because it's TS ten. That would have been good, dude. It's got freaking like metal knurled knobs on it. Look at the side view of that thing. Are they metal or plastic? I don't know. They're freaking, they look beefy. They're like as tall as the pedal itself. Like, look oh, at that I shot. I think they from... are metal. That's, they look yeah, like they the look, one yeah, that Walrus used to put on, on everything. Yeah. Or maybe still does. I don't know. They're kind of cool looking. They're pretty cool. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so, which are. way huge one? Because there's a bunch of different. The there's like Rhino. Mark, Mark one mark through Mark four. It has okay. one switch on it. So I think the most recent one is a Mark V. I don't. I don't remember which one I had. Oh, this is I, the I'm one sure on, was on the their 5. website. So I think that's the most recent. Okay. The Mark IV is on the. If you look up Green Rhino. Yeah, the one on Musician's Friend is the Mark V. Oh, that's weird. On but the Dunlop it's site, available. it's. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, does Dunlop still? Uh, they must still own Way Huge, I guess, right? Yeah, I'm wondering. That's a weird if... pedal company. Way Huge is like one of those that I feel like in some ways gets slumped in with boutique pedals, but they're really yeah. more in line with like electroharmonics, right? Oh, weird. Um, well, so the weird thing about 
I mean, kind of. They're not really like electroharmonics, but I, I mean, I guess they're kind of like a unique thing because it's like, it's basically like a, it seems like an independent, like it's almost like an independent label, music label that's yeah. like owned by a major label, you know? Yeah. It's like, so it's like kind of boutique. But they weren't always, right? I mean, they were just acquired by Dunlop at some point, right? I think so, yeah. I know the guy George Dude, there's Trips, a, I think, has like a pretty big like there's a green rhino two. It just says overdrive two. I'm assuming that means mark two from nineteen ninety eight for thirteen hundred dollars on reverb. Oof. Yeah, there is a mark five on their website too. I must have like because I clicked yeah. from an outside link. But either way, like they're all But the five doesn't have a toggle switch and the four did. I wonder if the three, and I'm sure I'm probably, I probably had the four. So I wonder if it's like internal. And or, I just forgot that I had the switch. It's also smaller they just took now. It off. They made, they made them. I skinnier. do like, I do like the idea of pedal companies. Like, like they did with the dunes. Like we're just going to choose the pedals, the knob settings for a couple of these knobs instead of giving you a hundred knobs. Yeah. Like yeah. We'll just tell you which ones sound the best. And then we'll give you the knobs that you actually need, you know? Yeah, like, I appreciate both, but yeah, like there's there a is, place for both. Like especially with something like a tube screamer, the whole point of of that is like, yeah, like I'm you want to sound like a tube like, screamer. Curate the sound of it though, but like, yeah, yeah, like if I'm gonna buy a boutique tube screamer from you versus a regular tube screamer, it's because I want it the way that you're, yeah, exactly, to make it cooler. That was that. I feel like that was an issue with Matthews, the Matthews pedals that I had there was too much range weirdly on the knobs. Mm. So like in some ways you would say, Oh, that's a good thing. Cause you have tons of range. It's, it's versatile, but I could never make it sound like he did when he was playing it, you know? Right. I th yeah. I think. And the more boutique it is like the ground. DRV, right? Like I want you to tell me, I want, I want your version of, of a rat that sounds exactly like you want it to with minimal yeah, adjustment yeah. on my end, you know, which is still a very versatile pedal. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like, but it's like a drive knob that you have a ton of versatility in the one knob that you're going to be changing a lot, you know, right. And you're not choosing the frequency instead of, of like having four like, band like parametric EQ, EQ crazy. for me is almost like, oh, I just want you to like choose what sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise you're just, you get in your head and you're like, well, this sounds cool. Then you're like, oh, that sounds yeah, cool. It's like too. option like, paralysis, right? Or you just, mm. yeah, you're just constantly tweaking it to make it sound different. It's not necessarily better. It's just, well, that yeah, sounds different. tweaking so it, man. It's new and different. So I like Take it. Take it easy. Although I did the Harbinger. Easy. I freaking loved the parametric EQ on that, on the Harbinger, which is like the Matthews rap, basically. Hard-hearted Harbinger of Haggis. <laughs> Beautiful, bemused, bellicose <laughs> butcher. What is it? Merit? Marion? No, Harriet. 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 Sweet Harriet. <laughs> Phil, you know Unloving. that movie, right? Unloving. Un uh, is that trusting? Yeah. Unlove. Yeah, yeah. Ed. <laughs> Heed. Paper. No. Dude, I watched. Things got its own way. That was system. one movie I haven't seen in a long time, but I watched so many. <coughs> I watched it so many times it's very good it's, its own weather system it's not excellent but it's very good well it's like it's one of those comedies that all the funny parts are really good and then when they have to resolve the plot it's not very entertaining you know yeah yeah, yeah. 
Like you could stop after the first 45 minutes and you'd be good. When Mike Myers is like at when he's on though and he's just riffing, he was totally. really good. Yeah. I I feel like weirdly like Austin Powers kind of gets crapped on. Yeah. Cuz it's it's an easy target, right? But I feel like those movies actually still hold up weirdly. Yeah. Well, it gets crapped it, it's just him crapped being on? like funny. Just because it's like kind of lowest common denominator humor in some of it, you know? Yeah, it's like very low. Like it's just a funny guy that talks funny and stuff. But like, <laughs> I just saw a clip of the, when he's like, the Cold War is over. Austin's like, oh, finally we stuck it to those capitalist pigs. <laughs> hey, comrades. <laughs> he's like, no, Austin, yeah. we won. He's like, oh, array yeah, capitalism. Good, it's also, <laughs> I think part of it is like, there was that, like, that Judd Apatow thing that came out. Like, not a thing but like that whole movement right of like kind of elevating the r-rated comedy in some ways uh-huh. and so that like straight laughs pg-13 comedy era totally it's like, like all the all the happy, like all the like stadium Adam rock Sandler and grunge movies. right and mike myers was stadium rock and then grunge came and it's like oh yeah. he sucks now totally yeah but like i've heard so many people are like Hey, Mike Myers, please do another Austin Powers. Like, yeah, yeah. Like famous, hugely famous people saying, yeah. Like, Mike Myers, please, please, please do another Austin Powers. Like, think about how freaking massive it would be if he did. If he, he's you know. an interesting guy, too. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff about him and the way he is. About Austin Powers? I, I don't know. Like, I don't think people like working with Mike Myers very much. For whatever reason, like he seems hard to work with. Um, but I mean, I just know. judging by the fact that he hasn't done much, right? Well, he's been in like, like weird stuff. Like he was like he could have been making Bastards. movies just like Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. He chose not to, in theory. And yeah, like Adam Sandler just like does it his own show to like give all of his friends jobs, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, but like he's been doing like different stuff too like uncut gems and totally but still he does jack and jill part three or whatever yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. even like more grown up, up grown up yeah. <laughs> grown oh, up man. grown ups go to hell grown up save christmas <laughs> do you guys have a favorite comedy from that era of like 80s and 90s i really like wayne's world a lot that's probably one of mine dumb and dumber Dumb yeah, and Dumber think, is really I think good. Dumb and too. Dumber is probably mine, honestly. I forgot about I like I it's so good. It has it suffers from the same thing where the end, it's like you just want to turn after like the diarrhea scene, basically. Everything <laughs> after that is like just dumb plot resolution or whatever. Yeah. Like you're okay to just turn it off there, you know. But it's still like it's, but that's that only like point. 15 that's minutes. That's not the right? point of the movies, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's a critique, I guess. But they're also like... Well, it's not even a critique. It's like, that's just a reality of the, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. It's like it's how okay when you watch like... Way. When you watch movies from like the 60s or 70s or whatever, you're like, okay, I have to sit through 10 minutes of credits before I ever see a, a human being on screen. Yeah, exactly. It's just a different world. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. We were ta- I went to a concert the other night with... The guys in my band, and uh, and we were talking about that. Like, what's our absolute favorite uh, comedy movie? 
Yeah, I was trying to. So there's this show on on Disney Channel called Puppy Dog Pals. Have you guys seen this? No. <laughs> it's a children's program. It's not Bluey, right? Is that a different one? That's that's a different one. Yeah, this is okay. called Puppy Dog Pals, and it's so it's um it's it was created and produced and stars Harlan Williams. So I was like trying to just explain to my wife who Harlan Williams is, and I was like, you know, he's that like funny looking guy. And I was like, he was in that movie about going to space <laughs> and there was a monkey. Do you remember that movie that he was in? Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Oh, yeah. oh. we just watched that like and a then couple I was months like, ago. He's the guy summer. in Dumb and Dumber that's and then she's yeah. like, still didn't get it. So I showed her picture. She's like, Oh yeah, I know that guy. But anyway, so for years I thought that was Pee Wee Herman in Dumb and Dumber. Pull over. They kind oh. of look like <laughs> Pull yeah. over. No, it's thanks a cardigan. But thanks for so thanks for your boots, man. He's hilarious. But anyway, he does he he has a, a children's program now, an animated show about a guy who has two dogs. I don't know. Hmm. And the dogs get into hijinks, and there's robots involved. Okay, guys. It's not bad. So, speaking of my band. Last week, Kyle quit the band. <laughs> Now we're back together. Wait, are you back Ex- together? Except the now we're back together part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and your name's not Kyle. I was going to say Cole, but then I forgot. Oh. So. And it so wasn't went, last week. So I went to see, it was last, it was yesterday. Oh, uh, it was last week. Uh, yeah, when this airs. Well, it's a Sunday, so Saturday was uh, yeah, last week. Yeah, that's true. Depending on, well, in our house, the week ends on Sunday. Misunderstanding. Oh, you guys are you're like Seventh Day Adventists, but yeah, we're we're First Day Adventists. You're, but you're like the week ends on Sunday. You said Sunday the seventh day. and Nash. Those HBO, honestly, I think those HBO shows of Tenacious D are some of the best TV of all time. I, and not, I don't know why they them. aren't more popular. Because no one used to have HBO. Yeah, and like, they're so freaking good. And they hold up so well still. Anyways, so I went to two concerts this week. Do you want to hear about them? Like to we hear about it? Five minutes. Oh, we have five minutes? Okay, we'll talk about it next week. We can talk about it next qu- week. We'll just cut this, my band. this one right now. I quit my band, and we'll tell you more about it next week. Well, tune in next episode to the Gear Slum. Same Thanks bad for time. Same bad channel. Same bad podcast, same bad hosts. Thanks for having here. Same bad time. <laughs> Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.